Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're, t- we're going to hop in our Wayback Machine, and we're going to look at toys from the 80s that have persevered and maybe even gotten more popular. Well, that might not be true, but are very popular <laughs> in the year 2020. Huh. In this wonderful, sterling year of 2020. Can you give an example of what you're talking about? Sure. Well, we're going to talk. We're going to take um, what we believe to be the four uh, biggest properties from the '80s: uh, GI Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, and uh, Masters of the Universe. And we're going to kind of do a really brief, brief history of, of the the toy lines and um, how they've managed to survive in 30 plus years on the shelf in different ways, and how they've all have made a huge resurgence in the past. Maybe ten years, maybe a little less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars with the Black series, uh, GI Joe recently with their Classified series, Transformers with their Earthrise and War for Cybertron series, and the new Masters of the Universe series from the Super Seven uh, toy creators. Um, yeah, and of course they've changed and have they've changed to kind of reflect um, the wants and needs of toy collectors nowadays because and i actually had this argument well not an argument but i had this discussion with uh, my girlfriend about this about um she's you know uh, we were talking about how the gi joe classified the new ones coming out are hard to find and, hold on wait wait, wait. D- does she collect toys too no she doesn't collect toys oh. no, she, but she listens to me <laughs> she, she hears my stories <laughs> Uh, so I was lamenting about how impossible it's been to find the uh, Cobra Island Wave Target Exclusive G.I. Joe Classified um, after I went out in a tropical storm today and went to three different targets. <laughs> so um, dangerous. And uh, she's, I'm like, why, you know, I'm like, why can't I find these toys? She's like, well, maybe the kids are buying them. And I just laughed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what do you mean, kids? I said, I'm in toys aisles every day i never see a kid in the toy alley anymore right right after a certain age with their parent you know like if they're five and they're never pick up the gi joes um but we actually talk about more more about that as we talk about gi joe but i think a good place to start alan is just to talk about our love for these toys from the 80s mm-hmm. and how we felt about them in the 80s so you want to pick one of the four and then start yeah let's let's one? start maybe the earliest would be the star wars action figures the star wars toys themselves it was a toy line that was obviously tied to the movie star wars which was a humongous hit and uh i have to think back was probably was that probably the first toy i think that i felt the need to buy a whole lot of things you like know collect. yeah was i collecting it at the time or just well i guess i was just buying toys i mean i don't think i was in the mode of i need to collect like you know like today you know more for the play you know what it was star wars i think star wars was one of those big universes where they created toys for almost every character which i think Mm -hmm. was maybe at the time unheard of yeah i think so well yeah yeah um you know i'm sure there were uh, products out there that were kind of mimicked that um but star wars definitely is the one that did successfully i mean what we're talking about are three and three quarter inch 
size figures. They had five points of articulation. The neck would swivel, the arms were straight arm, but they move up and down, and the legs would move up and down. Uh, there was no bend in the knees or elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if if you watch it, I'm gonna plug it. I'm sure we plugged it before on one of our toy shows, but uh, the toys that made us, or is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah, on Netflix. The toys that made us on Netflix. Uh, great to have a great one on on these. They have a great episode on probably each one of these lines. So after you listen to our show, go to Netflix and watch them if you haven't watched it. And um, but they talk about how what really made Star Wars, besides obviously the movies and the lower movies, was the um, the vehicles. And that this three and three quarter was the perfect size to make affordable sized vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a Millennium Falcon. I, I you know I had the Millennium Falcon that cost around fifty bucks, I think, back in the day, which was a lot of money. Um, and the AT-AT was close to seventy five dollars, I believe, which was a huge. But they, you know, I don't think at the time they put out anything bigger than the Millennium Falcon and the AT-AT. And those were great uh, play sets. And also, what what the three and three quarter also did was made play sets really more accessible and 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 more important to to playing um but when you talk about like collecting i you know i was i collecting like i collect now where i log everything down I, and i make sure you know i make sure the new stuff's coming out and i can get it no but there was the back of the package and i would cross off i would save one back of the package and cross off the guys as i got them oh okay um, yeah. it, it was the first time i was consciously saying i need these or i want these particular group like the Migos you know I had a few Migos like a Spider-Man and a Batman I'm sure but I didn't think oh, I have to get the Hulk I have to get the Iron Man one I have to get this one you know mm-hmm. I didn't think like that but with, with Star Wars was the first line I remember saying you know running to stores specifically looking for a character or seeing characters up there and saying oh I have that one I have that one you know that kind of thing yeah you're probably right about that I, I you know the what do you call that uh, an empire the what do they call the bipods the cloud city the cloud cloud car cloud car and they cloud did car. that one that came with a a, a a driver right a figure or was that a separate action? no it didn't come with it. it was separate it was separate yeah so that's a good point yeah like that's a figure where i would not think to buy but yeah like i guess the collector's aspect was there and i said oh that's cool i want to get that you know it's so funny you brought up the cloud car because that's one i never wanted because it didn't make any noises and it didn't fire anything <laughs> that's right you just kind of woo. <laughs> i like <Yeah>. it doing <laughs> cloud cars i think it's called um, yeah, so uh, hugely popular because of the movie, because of uh, the playset ability and the, the vehicle abilities. Um, we both collected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you, if you listen to our Star Wars episode, Star Wars Toys episode that we did a few years ago, uh, you'll, you'll realize I had my, my collection is basically surrounding Empire. The majority of the stuff I had came from the Empire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. What got me out of Star Wars, Alan? G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. I remember <laughs> my first G.I. Joe. It was a short fuse. Yeah. It was just a plain guy in green with a mortar. Um, they still fuse F-U-Z-E, so sometimes I would call him short fuzz. Because <laughs> I didn't know what fuse was. So, um, yeah, it was that. And then my first vehicle was uh, Clutch with the vamp. And I remember specifically buying it because I read his uh, file card on the back and he was from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Now, can you remember, going back to Star Wars, do you remember maybe the last Star Wars thing that you bought or or something memorable from, from that toy line, the last thing that you got? Oh, that's a great question. Because um, I'll tell you personally, I definitely don't think I collected as much of Jedi than I did Empire. Yeah, when I look at the Jedi line, I didn't have a lot of Jedi stuff. Yeah. 
Um, no, I couldn't tell you what the last. Right. Well, if we're talking from the eighties, yeah, if we're talking from the seventies, eighties. I can't tell you, and I don't know. A lot of that was like buying because GI Joe came out at a time where I would save money and stuff and go to the store and buy my own stuff every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So majority of my Star Wars came as birthday or Christmas gifts. Okay. Um. So I can't. Oh man, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting here trying to think. Maybe what was the last Star Wars thing that I got from Return of the Jedi? And boy, <laughs> nothing. Re- nothing really comes to mind. Something makes me want to say Death Star Commander. I think it was a command. He had the big bowl hat, hat helmet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I only remember that because I was in Georgia. We were on a family vacation in Georgia, and I was supposed to be picking out a souvenir. And I asked my mom if I could get because I, I don't think I'd ever seen Death Star Commander anywhere um and i asked her if i can get this as my souvenir from georgia and she goes that is not a souvenir (laughs) well she said you're supposed to buy something to remember your trip to georgia i said mom if you buy me this i'll remember you bought it for me in georgia and here i am you know almost 40 years later saying mom i remember i got that in georgia so you know i remember the trip uh yeah she so she she gave it and she got it for me and um that kind of sticks out to me because I don't remember playing with it a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it happened at the tail end of my playing with Star Wars. So maybe that was one of my last ones. The, the, I think the only action figure I think that really comes to mind from from that film is... I think I had C-3PO and he came apart. And he came with a net, I think. Yeah, yeah, not even like a net. It came with like a plastic thing with holes in it. Yeah, right. It was plastic, and and, and Chewie would hold them. I think that that's probably like the only thing that really comes to mind from that movie. Yeah, because I don't even think I had Luke Jedi. Oh, I really? I, got I didn't have, did I have a speeder bike? I don't even think I I remember wanting a speeder bike. Huh. Yeah, a speeder bike uh, was cool. Yeah. Uh, My buddy had the, the Jabba the Hutt playset with a breakaway floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty no, cool. No, I, I know we had Java. Hmm. Yeah, because what, Jedi came out in 83? Oh, yeah, I was done with Star Wars because G.I. Joe came out in 82. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, with the Death Star Commander, he might have been a Star Wars figure, but remember they would re-release him on... See, we didn't know about that either. The cards, like, the, you know, you get a C-3PO on a Star Wars card mm-hmm. or the Empire card or the... Jedi card, and you know, we didn't know that they were re-releasing certain figures on different cards. So, how how would you perceive Star Wars today? You know, like you said, maybe about what less than ten years ago they came out with a new line of Star Wars action figures. Because Star Wars was, you know, if I recall correctly, they never really stopped making Star Wars figures, right? They would have like there was like a Power of the Force line. They're like these well, they gen- did stop. They stopped for a little bit because uh-huh. they there were the two. There was the Ewok Adventures movies, and then there was the um, the Droids cartoon series, and they made figures for those. Oh, and then and then they just stopped around. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to guess a year, but I would say from maybe 88, 89 to 97 ish. Okay, because and that's when the Power of the Force came out, and we were both. I was in my mid twenties, I believe, and the Power of the Force came out, and I remember they had it just kind of trickled in, and. Um, I, you know, we were like, "Oh my God!" And I started buying them again, and and I was buying them at not well, part of nostalgia, but a lot of it was kind of like, "Oh, I'm going to sell these again." Because by that time, the old Star Wars figures are starting to be sold for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to buy these and keep them on their card and, you know, whatever. And I think in the beginning I was buying two of each so I could open one, which, I, you know, I, I I didn't play with them. So, like, when I opened them, I was like, why am I opening these? <laughs> didn't they come with, uh, like, a commemorative coin? Was that during that, that time was, period? No, that was the kind of the tail end of the original figures. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it started coming with coins. Um, so in 97, when they released a special edition, they came out with the Power of the Force line, and that kind of rolled over into the new movies. So they were mm-hmm. kind of gearing up for the new movies. Mm. Um, and they've been making Star Wars figures ever since. That's a three and three-quarter inch size. Um, right. But, I th- and, and they were, I mean, they did well, but I don't know if they were like popular, popular. And of course, the rise of the internet and things like that is me collecting, um, you know, the community come together a little bit more. Um, but what we're talking about is in 2013, what's really big on the Star Wars front now, is in 2013, they released six inch figures, which they had never done for Star Wars before. And these were more articulated and just really drew in collectors. Now, I remember these because I remember seeing them in the stores. Mm-hmm. And even when I wasn't buying Toys Allen, if I was in a, you know, Bradley's or Target or, or you know, Walmart, I would still just go down to Toy Isle just to kind of see what's going on, you know. Or if I had to go to Toys R Us to get a video game or something, I would still go down to the action figure house and say, hey, you know, what's new, what's happening. So I remember seeing the Black Series figures, and I was like, oh, these are. Uh, no one's gonna buy these. They're too tall, and I think at the time they were like fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. maybe a little more. I think nobody's gonna buy these. Uh, and and they had peg warmers. They had Slave Leia, or well, in Slave Leia. I don't even know what they call her on the thing. Jabba's prisoner, I think they called her. Mm-hmm. Jabba's prisoner, Leia, and Greedo were all peg warmers. Now, um, for people that don't know, a peg warmer is a figure that nobody really buys, and it just winds up sitting on the pegs uh, in the store for a long time. And you know, as they open up cases, you know, if people aren't buying the Slave Leia, as they keep opening up cases and they have Slave Leia's in them, they're just going to wind up sitting on the shelf forever. Um, so I remember seeing them like, oh, and to me that was proof that this line wasn't doing anything because there, there are so many of these Slave Leia's and Greedos around. Now they're two of the most expensive figures. <laughs> so you, you didn't buy at the time? I didn't buy in, in 2013. I probably started around um, 15, I think, when... Force Awakens came out. Mm. Is that already five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now they're huge. Uh, they have a lot of different waves. They've done figures from uh, the Cartoon Rebels, the Cartoon Clone Wars, um, the new show The Mandalorian. Uh, they've been doing 40th anniversaries. You know, Star Wars had their 40th anniversary a few years ago, and they released a bunch of six inches to go along with Star Wars. And then this year they released a bunch to go with Empire Strikes Back. Um, and it's assumed that in 2023 they'll release a bunch to go with um, uh, Return of the Jedi. So what what made you decide to get on board with the Black Series? Because now your collection is quite big. Yeah. So what well, like made everything. you... What? what? Like everything, it started with one. <laughs> so what yeah. was it? What made you decide, oh, you know what? This is something I want to get into. I, I don't know if it's for sure it was my first. I feel like it was one, one of my first, but I just remember saying to myself, uh, in the Clone Wars, they introduced a character named Ahsoka Tano. And I remember being in Toys R Us. I was probably, I was buying Funko Pops at the time, probably, is why I was there. I remember seeing the Black Series of Ahsoka Tano, and I really liked the character. So I'm like, oh, let me get this. And then I got that. And then in like a mystery box, I got a Luke Skywalker 
you know, from Tatooine mm-hmm. um, Black Series. So then I had two. And I'm like, well, I didn't really like that Luke. Let me get a Jedi Luke. And then and then I started getting Stormtroopers because Stormtroopers look cool. And it just kind of rolled from there. <laughs> um, so did it know, come to I the have, point where you were, like you said, when you were a kid, you know, you started collecting. You're like, oh, I need to start, you know, being a completist, like picking up all the figures. No, because there are still figures. You know, I've always been... Uh, with Star Wars, especially, I was never like people like the droids and they like the, the the creatures, the different aliens. Like I don't, I don't care about IG eighty eight. I don't care about Bosk. I don't care about um, Dengar. Mm-hmm. You know, I, of course I love Boba Fett, but so I, I don't pick up like the creatures usually. And um, I do like the different armors with the stormtroopers. So that's been pretty cool. Um, I don't pick up all the Jedi. Cause I'm not, I'm not into the alien figures mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so just things like that. So I don't know. I don't feel that pressure to be a completist with the black series, but saying that I have close to a hundred of them. So, <laughs> you know, I might not be completing it, but I'm getting pretty close. So I've been trying. So. I remember one time you called me and you asked me if I was going to pick up the black series. Cause I think if I remember, I think I was in target and I was telling you about, I saw it and you're like, you know, buy it. Like I can't, man. I just can't. I know myself. If I buy one, I'm in trouble, you know. And I didn't. I didn't pick up my first Black Series action figure. Uh, I think last year was the first time, and it was yeah. it was a uh, uh, what do you call it? Rise of Skywalker? No, no, no. It was Han Solo Force Awakens. That one, right? Right. Because I was using it for my Indiana Jones project, and then I didn't really pick up after. No, I got a uh, General Greaves. Is that his name? No, General Greaves? Fears. Yeah, because it's the same guy that plays Donovan in in the indie thing, and Mm -hmm. I I, still I wasn't hooked until recently, dude. I think you showed me a picture of like, oh, you're like they're reissuing out the the original Star Wars figure six inch, and 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 you're telling me look at the face sculpts, Mm -hmm. and they did Luke Bespin and Han. Holy smokes, it's unreal (laughs) how well they capture their likeness. Yeah, well, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is like. You know, we play with them as kids, as toys, because that's what they were. And then, you know, we go to high school, we grow out of playing with toys. And then, you know, you and I kind of, we got our feet wet in the 90s after college with buying, you know, a few of the Marvel figures, uh, the toy base figures. And then I got into the Power of the Force, so I went crazy with that. I have a whole, I have boxes full of Power of the Force figures that are, aren't worth anything. And they're, in, they're sealed <laughs> in packets. I don't know what to do with them. Um, G.I. Joe had an anniversary, uh, probably 15 year um uh, 82, 92. Yeah, around 15, maybe 20 a year that I was buying, and I opened some of them. And I, you know, same thing with the stars. I'm like, what am I going to do with these things open? Um, so, you know, there was a period in my life where I didn't buy toys in both our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I obviously went back to, I, you know, uh, the Funko Pops definitely drew me back into buying the action figures um, because there are G.I. Joe Funko Pops that are so, and I was buying all the Star Wars Funko Pops. I was buying aliens. I was buying droids. I don't know what the heck was going on in my mind. Um, so that definitely drew me back into the action figures, which is which was kind of good because I, I am more uh, picky, I guess, with the with the action figures because they're you know twenty bucks a piece. And Hasbro owns all the great licenses now for some reason. Um, but for you, it was more about you know you had this idea on your Instagram to do in, to recreate the Indiana Jones movies one minute at a time using toys. Right, and that's kind of what drew you back into 
buying figures because you know it was kind of like for your project i'm not buying these to collect i'm buying these for my project right 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 yeah yeah yeah. and they look great but you're right the face printing technology is incredible now and what's the name of that technique called isn't isn't there like a particular name for what they did like face printing Oh, is that what it's called? Face printing? Yeah, it's called face printing. It's unreal. So, I mean, when you look it's at really good. Bespin Luke, holy. You know, uh, it was, I think, last summer I was at like some, I don't know what it was. like a, <laughs> I want to say it was like a little toy fair at, the, at my local mall. And they actually had Luke Bespin. And I think I picked it up for like eight bucks. You know, just for the nostalgic thing, I, I picked it up. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is so cool, right? You know, like you said, five points of articulation looks nothing like Mark Hamill at all. But, you know, it represents Luke. And as a kid, that was good enough. But when you look at this Black Series stuff, you're like, this is not, this is more than just Luke. This is, this is Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. You know, you, you got both. And it's right. truly mind blowing how, and it's not just, it's more than the, the, the face print, the, the detail on the clothes, the articulation mm-hmm. of it. The weapons that it comes with and stuff. I don't uh, think the hand comes off though. Does it? It might. Hold on, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and 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 height wise too, he is a shorter figure compared to Han Solo, who is clearly taller too. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 taking great pains in doing these as as exactly as they can, and I think that's part of why these have become um adult collectibles now this is a whole new thing you know recently you know maybe past 20 years adult collectibles i i, I think i said it to you i'm like could you you know we're both at, you know you have a daughter but we're both at an age where we remember our fathers being the age you are now i'm like i couldn't imagine my dad walking door with a bag full of toys for <laughs> you know what i mean i really couldn't could you no are you kidding me <laughs> yeah so it's it'd be so foreign it's like my dad's past but if he were to Walk in my in my house and see a room for, like a toy room. He'd look at me like, "What the f is going on?" Oh like, my god! Is, you know, you not, said he that wouldn't I, even be angry. Just I be, feel like foolish. It would be so foreign. <laughs> you know, what's that? I feel so foolish when he put. Yeah, that well, he would, it would be, like he wouldn't be angry. Be, it would just be like foreign to him. Yeah, you yeah. know, he'd be like, "I don't understand what I'm seeing. I can't make these connections." <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I'm like, "All right," and and I, look, I want to be a proud toy collector. But I'm also, you know, we're both from the generation where we had to, t- you know, not hide, but we had to kind of be a, a little ashamed that we bought comic books, a little ashamed that we still watch cartoons, you know, in, in, in senior year in high school and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that kind of carries over. And, and uh, I mean, I enjoy collecting, of course. Yeah, I'm not alone because, like I said, with the Cobra Island figures, I went hunting this past week and I kept running into guys my age <laughs> all frustrated <laughs> we couldn't find things and but you know i'm, I'm not and like I, I don't bring it up to make anybody feel bad if you're a collector but it's just i'm trying to say the generations that me and alan came from and compared to our fathers and it's just it, it does hit me sometimes like what would my dad say and, and, <laughs> and the answer is this he wouldn't know what to say he just wouldn't understand he wouldn't judge but he just wouldn't understand it right right you no know? yeah <laughs> but it is what it is so uh, but you know they're going along with their articulations much better. I mean they have they have swivel you know they have ab crunch, they have swivel in the hips, they have swivel in the thigh, they have ankle pivots, they have uh, uh, the neck can go all the way up and back and forth. They got ball joints. I mean it's insane. It's insane. And I think for me because I'm not doing the three and three quarter inches. I don't really. Well I did buy them for JJ. We'll talk about that when we talk about JJ. I. You know, 
I don't I, like. I'm not a guy that says like, oh, I'm going to take pictures and, and take photos. But when I open and I open the GI Joes, I don't open any of my Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first thing I did when I got the GI Joes, I opened them because I'm like, there's no way I'm not pl- quote unquote playing with these things, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just found myself posing them and sending you pictures. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and not an Instagram, and I'm following all these people on Instagram that do a much, much, much better job than I do oh, with dioramas and, yeah. and their photography and their special effects. But I love it. I love I love the poses you can get these guys into, and I just love the look. I, I, I I'm staring at the new desk right in front of me, and he is a perfect replica of the three and three quarter inch Destro I had in 1982 or 83. But better. But better, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so the, you know, if you think about that, you, you made a good point. So, you know, you and I bought these things when we were kids. And nowadays, uh, you know, the Black Series, you know, you mentioned G.I. Joe and that, that came out recently. I mean, clearly they are targeting us, you know, mm-hmm. and it has to be because you're right. I don't think kids today... Or, you know, are buying them to play with, right? I mean, I, I don't think because for G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe is a good example because it's not like there's a movie out that reflects this particular toy line. I mean, you would have to understand these particular Joes from the 80s cartoon or, or the comic books. Right. But I don't think there's anything about the G.I. Joe Classified series that I don't think any kid can resonate with at all. The only thing... The only G.I. Joe product out there, I think, right now is a uh, is an app game. I don't know what they call like a game that you oh, can oh, okay, on your yeah. phone or iPad. Right. And so there's no cartoon out anymore. I mean, Hasbro's been running it uh, continuously on Hasbro on, on YouTube, on their YouTube channel. They've been playing the, the show. And I think it's been on Boomerang and things like that. Um, but yeah. And the thing is, especially with you know, going back to Star Wars. You know, they have the Black Series out, but they also did three and three quarter inch called Vintage, which is also kind of, I think, geared toward collectors. But then they also had like Galaxy of Adventures, which I think are more kid friendly. And they have these other things like the Marvel, the Marvel superheroes, the Avengers, every every movie they've come out in the past 10 years. They've had Marvel Legends, which are six inch. But then they have like uh, less articulated. They might be the same size. They might be a little smaller, but they're less articulated and cheaper mm-hmm. figures. Uh, they just put a whole new wave out. I saw it today at Target. Um, and they look pretty good, but I don't buy them because I like the, I, you know, I like the Legends series, the Marvel Legends series. I like the, the Black series. I like. So this is something Hasbro tapped in on. Hasbro had a great strategy. They, they figured out that everybody loves these six, these adult collectors loves the six inch line. Then they, you know, they buy up Canada, they get the Soros license. They always had the Jaijo license. They always had the Transfer license. Um, I don't know. They don't have the Masters of the Universe license, but they, I think they also do Power Rangers now too. Oh, do they? Um, yeah, and the Power Rangers, like I, Power Rangers came out when I was an adult, but I'm looking at these new figures, and they're incredible. I'm like, I might have to buy a Power Ranger. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no nostalgia for Power Rangers, but these figures are looking so good, and it's bled over. It's bled over for you too, because now Todd McFarlane's toy company, McFarlane Toys, has the DC license. Yeah. Right. And and we've been buying. You and I have been sporadically picking up a DC Essentials here or there, um, but I have. I have three McFarlane DC figures, and it just came out in January. Wow! You have Nightwing, Batman. Yeah. So, and they're open. Well, not Nightwing, but uh, Batman and Superman are open. You didn't which open is Nightwing because I haven't. I didn't open Nightwing. Now. Huh. It was twenty five dollars, man. I'm not buying two of them. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and the first thing I did was I posed Batman, Superman, I sent you pictures. You know. Yeah. So there's there's something about these things because. 
Even my girlfriend's like, oh, you know, your Funko Pops, you sit on your shelf. What are you doing with them? I'm like, they're sitting on my shelf. I look at them. And then she <laughs> tried to pull that nonsense with, with the current toys. I'm like, no, I opened them. I said, you know my G.I. Joes are open. Right. And we play that. You know. And but, I had a giggle because recently, I think, I think we brought up, uh, you were buying up the G.I. Joe stuff and you were sending me links and stuff. And, and I was telling you, I don't know if I get sucked into this stuff. And you're like, it's happening all over again. G.I. Joe's taking over Star Wars. Yeah, it is. Oh, I totally, I, I think I texted you. I'm like, dude, I think I'm done buying Black Series. <laughs> right. I said, I'm like, what? Because I, I, I looked at my collection. I'm like, I have no desire to open these. Yeah. And I want to rip open every G.I. Joe I get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So there, there's something I, there's some memory. There's just, I just, I must have just too many great childhood memories of G.I. Joe. Yeah. That, you know what? You're right. I've been opening up my G.I. Joe and I have not been opening up my Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Oh, that's an interesting observation. Yeah. And I can't wait. And, and I, I started buying, I, I really wasn't buying a lot of Marvel Legends, but I wanted to get Spider-Man and all of his classic villains. So I've been buying them up. I haven't opened them yet. I'm going to open them when I get all the ones I want. And right. Then, Make a display of them, Stanley. That's a whole other <laughs> story. Um, yeah, but so GI Joe. You know, let's talk about GI Joe. So GI Joe comes out in the eighties, early eighties. For me, knocks out um, Star Wars, and uh, they kept going. Um, they had so many different um, lines. They had, God, they had the uh, real American Hero line, which is what we collected, right? Mm-hmm. That's something called Sigma series. They had the Sergeant Savage series. They had G.I. Joe Extreme, which probably wasn't, but was to me seems inspired by the art of Rob Layfield. Mm-hmm. A lot of pouches is what I'm saying. Um, built to rule combat heroes, and they did a Micro Force, um, and they just came out. And we were, we were, they did a 25th anniversary in 07, 08, which sold really well, which I missed the boat on. I didn't even know that existed. Hmm. I was a little mad about that um, because they were they looked more like and that's 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 what's happening now too. These figures that they're re-releasing and three and three quarter inch, they're they try to make them as much as the old like the old ones, but with the more modern technology, meaning more articulation, better looking weapons, better looking paint, better looking sculpts, right? Mm-hmm. But they put them on the same card backs. It's huge now. The the the, the Star Wars vintage come on the. Um, you know, reproduction card backs, yeah, and the retro collection, and then GI Joe just put one out, right? Right. But GI Joe did a weird thing: is that they based their three and three quarters. They didn't come out yet. They did the pre-orders that we, we both got, but they did their three and three quarters um, based off of the 25th anniversary line with different sculpts and stuff like that. Because the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are offering aren't the ones they offered in the early 80s, but they're putting them on the 80s card backs. Yeah. With that, with that fantastic GI Joe art. I want a book. Of just the GI, I want a coffee table book of just the GI Joe art. You know what kind of bummed though? That by the that that is a cool idea. What I'm yeah. really bummed though is what I do miss uh, with these new Joes is the little classified cards in the back. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I wonder why they didn't do that because I thought that just brought so much to the toy itself because it was more than just a toy. You know, you knew their name, their history, what their rank was, why they got their code name. Uh, I wish it had those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they chose that way, and and I mean, you know, so they just released. They're called the GI Joe Classified Series this year. There are six inch GI Joes. They're kind of upgraded, you know, because their weapons aren't traditional military weapons. They are kind of they have a sci fi tint to them, right? Yeah. Um. 
they they look fantastic. I mean, Snake Eyes, they have two Snake Eyes out already. Two Destros are, are going to be out soon. Three Cobra Commanders. Uh, Duke, two Roadblocks, Scarlet. Uh, not Firefly, what's his name? Beachhead? Is it Beachhead? Yeah, Beachhead. Yeah, Beachhead. Cobra Ninja, Cobra Trooper, who looks, oh my God, the Cobra Trooper, dude, <laughs> looks great. But so they, they put out this classified series, which seems to be updated. But the wish is, the hope is that they, I would love to see six inch versions of the 1982, 83 figures. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like out in that mold and that sculpt, just updated with their real weapons. I mean, can you imagine? Um, I mean, look at, like, when, when we're talking about the sculpt, Scarlet has got to be one of the prettiest <laughs> female action figures I've ever seen, right? I mean, has anything yeah. come close to that? Or maybe they are getting close to it, but that is a good-looking figure. Can you imagine if they put that sculpt on, like, the classic Scarlet figure? Because the original... Do you remember the original Scarlet figure back mm. in the day? She, that was... Dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. That was gross. <laughs> well, here, here's, here's, here's what I love, is when... G.I. Joe came out, like, they advertised huge on their on their card with swivel arm battle grip, which was just a swivel at the elbow, right? Yeah, yeah, so you wouldn't break the thumbs. Well, right, and they and they hold the guns. Oh, freaking broken thumbs. But they held the guns better, too. These figures, these six inches, have so much articulation, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And you're right, Scarlet's great. I've been swapping Scarlet's head with some Black Widow heads or uh, when I get my Mary Jane for the Spider-Man line, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Mary Jane's head on Scarlet. How can you? Okay. Because I like to see her with long hair without that ponytail. Oh, okay. I and I think you. she'll look good. But, the, you know, I sent you pictures, I think, with Black Widow's head on it. She looked pretty good. Yeah, she actually, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Even with the jetpack feature. Yeah, That's yeah, I took cool. the Black Widow jetpack and gave it to Scarlet. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, so G.I. Joe definitely hit the nostalgia button with me. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I, I told the story before on one of our shows about comic books about how I kind of I was at a convention. And I turned the corner and Marv Wolf was just sitting at a table by himself, and like I got flabbergasted. I was like, "Oh my god, that's Marv Wolf!" He created he created Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And I told uh, Pete, who I was with, I'm like, "Pete, I, I had no idea I'd react like that. Like I would never. If you would say, who would make, who who would you be shocked or?" exhilarated to see i would yeah. never have said marv wolfman right but i've met larry hammer twice now and it's almost to the point where i'm afraid to talk to him why like to go up to, i don't know it's just i'm just so in awe of larry dude he wrote every issue of gi joe yeah yeah he wrote he wrote every file card very cool he is gi joe yeah you know what i mean I he's everything we love about gi joe the only thing he didn't do was sit there and mold the mold the figures <laughs> sculpt the figures you know yeah um but yeah, that's what this. I'm just. I'm using as example what this toy line means to me, and why I love the class line. And that even though there are things about the line I don't like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> no, I hear you, dude. I'm willing to invest in like a 3D printer, printer, just so we can have better weapons to use for these action well, figures. And I was gonna say that. I'm like, and that's what I, I like about you now. Well, I mean, I, I like you for a long time, my friend. <laughs> but something I like now is like you're not. You know, you were buying the Star Wars and the indie figures for your sh- for your what you call it, your movies. Yeah. You haven't once said, "Oh, I need a I need a Duke for for the indie movie." Or <laughs> you're like, oh, oh no, no, these like GR Joe figures are legit. I, 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 it's, it's, dude, it's pissing me off <laughs> on how yeah. much I'm enjoying these these freaking Joe figures and stuff. And yeah, I was never the type to pre-order ever. I never did that before. You know, and here I am. You know, waiting for October, November for the new Joes to come out that we pre-ordered already. You know, I, I never did that. 
Yeah, and, and the fact that these things are selling out, that we can't get the Target Cobra Island figures because they're they're sold out online, they're sold out in stores. It's, yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. It's exactly. making me upset. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hit Target before we were, you know, just earlier today to look, and my Target hasn't restocked anything in the, like the last month or so, or even more than that, it looks like. Yeah. But then, and that's the worst thing about the internet. I mean, it brings, it brings community together, there's other joke collectors, all that, but... Now I have to watch everybody around the country post their pictures of their of them with their new figures in hand. I'm like, why can't I? When yeah. is it my turn? I'm like, um, I'm like Morgan Freeman in Glory. I'm waiting and say, Lord, when's it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> when do I get to hold these wonderful? Where do I get these wonderful toys? <laughs> Well, you know the funny thing about Master of the Universe, though? I mean, the toys that when it came out back in the 80s, you know, I know I know there's a new toy line now, but it's really, I don't think they've come close to the advancements that they had with G.I. Joe and Star Wars, right? I mean, nowadays, He-Man looks like, I guess, kind of like old He-Man, but just with better posing, I guess? Because I've seen He-Man with, like, straighter legs versus that half squat he was always in back in the uh, 80s. Yeah, I'll tell you this. He-Man... Masters of the Universe, and I'm, I'm not buying the new toy lines, um, but Masters of the Universe, out of the four we're talking about, well, mm -hmm. Transformers has it too, but Masters of the Universe sticks as closely to the old times as possible. They don't over-articulate them. Right. They might do, like, they might straighten their legs a little bit. They might give them a different, I, and I'll be fair, I haven't bought them, I haven't really looked at them, but they look almost exactly like they looked in the 80s. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. collectors are scooping them up. Yeah. It's insane. It's, that and, one I don't and, understand, to tell you the truth. <laughs> you know what it is? I, I you know, I, I, I could say that too, but, you know, it's people that collect them are look at me like, I don't understand your G.I. Joe level. Right. <laughs> right. You know? I, and I bought He-Man. I never, I, I had the whole first series, that first wave that came out. Yeah. Um, I think as I far know, as I, I went also, I think I had He-Man, Man-at-Arms, maybe, maybe, and I think I had... Battle Ram, I think his name was. He was kind of like Dude, a pogo stick. I, I had He Man, I had T Live, Man at Arms, I had Stratos, I had um, Skeletor, Beastman, Merman. Look at you. Uh, I had Faker, I had Castle Grayskull. I had Battle Armor He Man. I think if you hit his chest, it would, yeah, would kind of like dent and flip you. Yeah, I didn't have that. Um, I think that's all I had. And no desire to take up to pick up the new stuff? No, not at all. Like, I have no... And I had Castle Grayskull, and I remember playing with it and loving it, but I just have no, like, real memories of, of playing with my He-Man. What was the name like of the, the, the lady in Castle Grayskull? The Sorceress. The Sorceress. I had her, but she was like a, a bird. <laughs> yeah, she looked like a bird. Yeah. No, it, looked, it was like the birdie, and there was like a little switch on the leg and would flap its wings and stuff. That is weird. Yeah, I had that one. And Transformers. Like well, I have it. I feel like I'm missing a bad guy like, oh. that I have. I can't name him. Um, here we go. Original action piece. Uh, I had I hated Battle Cat. He was like a statue. It made no sense to me. Yeah, the legs didn't move. He was just like yeah. in a permanent pose. But you had to have Battle Cat, though. Merman Strat. Oh, Zodak I had. Zodak. Zodak. Yeah. What does Zodak look like? Uh, I don't know. He, I don't know. I <laughs> There's um, another dude where like his neck would extend, like oh that's um periscope oh, guy. <laughs> then they had Ram Man. Who, Ram you know, Man. There you go. Ram Man. Move. Yeah. 
I liked him. It had he was many cool. faces. They had trap jaw. I didn't have trap jaw. I didn't have triclops. Uh huh. Yeah, I think I punched out at the second series. I faker from the second series. That's about it. <laughs> um, Manny faces. The guy with three faces. So what did you do with Transformers? Because you know the original '80s Transformers came out probably. It came out the same time GI Joe did. Did it not? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, I I I didn't. I had like one Transformer. My first Transformer was Sideswipe. Mm-hmm. Was he red or blue? It might have been red. Was Sideswipe Swipe the like the Lamborghini look? I think so. His brother was Sunstreaker, the yellow car. Oh, you know that was my first Sunstreaker one, but it was uh, it was the red version. It was like the Japanese version. Right. Yeah, you showed me that picture once. Um, I didn't own a lot. My cousin owned a lot. I think I had Optimus Prime. I know I had Sideswipe. I had this blue one I really liked. I don't remember his name. Side. Uh, I don't remember his name. I gotta look him up after the show. Mm-hmm. But I liked him a lot. He was a blue car. He was a later generation too. Um, yeah, but my cousin had most of them. Cousin Al. But he, yeah, he's the one that he still had. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he still has them because he would. I don't know that he played with them. I think he displayed them and then he put them back in their boxes and they they might still be in his closet at his mom's house. Um. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of chance. I mean, I liked it. I liked the cartoon, but. You know, I, I don't know. I just think I think I had Bumblebee. Maybe mm-hmm. I had Cliff Jumper. I know I had Cliff Jumper. Yeah, because Bumblebee was a was just a tinier Transformer, which was pretty. And then some kid gave me like I remember a brown paper bag full of Transformers. Some kid gave it to me. What? Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't even. Th- I think there was one of the Insecticons was in there. I think I had one or two of the Dinobots in there. I don't remember. Yeah, I just I can never get into Transformers, but they're 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 one that's been around for a long time and. They're huge now. I mean, Beast Wars was very big. And then what was did... the latest one recently? You said it was a, an amalgam of, it was some Transformer and the DeLorean. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing, they're doing like um, mashups of Transformers and, and other things. So they did the Transformers and Back to the Future DeLorean. The same as Gigawatt. That's cool. That's actually pretty. And they neat. did, they did a uh, Transformer. Mashup with the Ghostbusters uh, Ecto One. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they did a Milo Pony Transformer mashup. I don't remember what that looks like or what what the vehicle was, but huh. um, so is there a GI Joe one coming soon? There should be. Oh, that'd be cool if they did like a Knight Rider or the General Lee. That'd be pretty sweet. They might. Or the A Team Van. You won't see the General Lee. Um, <laughs> True. But you might see the other ones. Yeah. Huh, very neat. Very, very cool. Yeah. So, but Transformers are still around now. Earthrise and um, uh, Netflix just released the first season of a cartoon called War for Cybertron, I believe. And mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, you know what they finally did that they had they had never done until now. What? They're, re- they're releasing a line of Transformers called Red Red. I don't know what it stands for. But they're in robot mode and they don't transform. What? Yeah. So they're just like. But they look great, but they're they're kind of like their black series or classified series of Transformers now because they don't transform. They're in robot mode, but their articulation is really really good. Oh, I gotcha. Hey, that's not yeah. actually not a bad idea. I'm shocked it took them this long to be honest with you. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's amazing that you know you and I forty years later are a still buying the toys that we bought as kids. <laughs> And still enjoying them, and that they're still around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, like, if you look beyond toys, they are really just <laughs> hammering all those 80s kids with movies, you know, like all the reboots of 80s franchises and and uh, the, the toys and, you know. Well, I want to like do a that. show. I think we need to. I think that's a great show topic. I think we need to do why is the 80s? Why are they bringing back the 80s? What, what was it about that decade that means so much to people or, uh, you know, that that all the toys and the movies and everything based around. I mean, J.J. Abrams, one of the most popular directors nowadays, he's frankly a, a poor man Spielberg. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just things like that. Why are these guys in demand now? We're, I mean, we've been talking for years about how TV and movies aren't very original anymore. But really, let's see why. Why is it because we're? Is it just simply the reason that we're the money base? This gen, our generation. Okay, so I think I have an answer to this one. Eighties kids like you and I, right? I think we're the only generation where it transcends generations prior to. So we just did an episode on reruns, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of those shows came out actually in the seventies, right? Seventies around to the eighties. And, and like there are even TV shows during when we were kids, we were watching things that my dad would, would be watching, but I didn't get into it, but they were there. Right. You know, like the old um, Lone Ranger. What was that? Yeah, Bonanza, Lone Ranger. Yeah. Bonanza. Yeah, I mean that. And so you're talking about a generation where we bled into the baby boomers in regards to like TV shows, movies, mm -hmm. you know, and like, and so I think when, when we hit maybe the 90s or maybe later 90s and stuff where, where, cable television and netflix that really killed it you know because like i can bump into someone five years older than me or even 10 years older than me or 10 years younger than me and we can still have a conversation about our childhood and they get it you know right. but i don't think there's i don't think you can get a kid today uh that would purposely want to watch indiana jones you know i don't think they would do it you know and and uh because it's there's more out there there's more choices but you know when you and i were growing up our choices were kind of limited but the things that we're experiencing were things that transcends from the 80s to the 70s and as far back as to the 60s you know and so we were we were the last group to have that once i think you got into the 90s 2000s that sort of melted away that cross you know generations of what we liked as kids i think that really melted away because you're right i think if you went down a toil they would they're not looking what we're looking at not for you know like toy wise they're not looking at those things anymore those kids their 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 idea of of i don't know are they even buying toys you know not unless it's related to like a, a like a movie or something but i don't think kids are buying toys the way, the way we did but i think as 80s kids we were the last generation to be exposed to generations prior to, and we, we shared that that love at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it makes sense. But that's definitely something, you know, we might want to think about doing a show on. Yeah, so, you know, it's amazing that toy collecting, and it's definitely collecting now. Um, look, you can argue that we're playing, when we pose them and take pictures, we're playing with them. And maybe, but in the same sense, you could also say we're playing with dolls and not action figures. But <laughs> shut up. Shut up, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm at. And, and I, it's it's out there. It's a world that exists. The collectors are out there. I see them in the stores. We, you know, they, we help each other out online on where to find things. Um, but it's great. It's a way to hold on to our childhood. And, and the great thing is, you know, we don't you're still a dad and you still provide for your family and stuff like that and we're still being responsible you know yeah 
It's, it's not like <laughs> it's not like we're we're not sitting in the basement and doing stuff like you know hanging out and you may play with my toys. But you know what? It's it's funny you said that because I, someone on Instagram did ask me, did I collect my Indiana Jones figures at that time when the movie came out? I said no because at that time my daughter was still a baby. You know, so all my all my finances went to raising a kid. Right. You know, and so so I say, like, yeah, now now I can uh, I can I can splurge a little bit more. You know, you but go. no, but what a great time to to uh, to be like an '80s kids like you and I, and and to have this resurgence of uh, of GI Joe and, and Star Wars and trans- I mean, these toys are just freaking amazing. You know, I mean, like if you're to go like more modern times, I mean, like you look at like Marvel Legends today. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy crap! Amazing. Uh, yeah, well, you, know, you know what it is? It's, it's the people. You know, people our age that grow up and you know run these companies now or run these departments in these companies are saying this is what we wanted when we were kids, and now we have the technology to do it. Mm. You know, it's kind of like superhero movies. You know, they couldn't make superhero movies are so popular now because they can make them the way they were meant to be made. You mm. know, we look at the we look at the late eighties and the. Uh, early 90s like the Marvel movies I mean, it was ridiculous Captain America movies that one Fantastic Four movie they were garbage and that's why things like Batman and Superman really stand out because they were made with very limited technology but they still looked as close to his comic books as they could get them you know yeah yeah, yeah. oh you know before I go there's one toy company I think they're called Mafex is that oh my god yeah well there's Mafex there's Hot Toys it's insane holy crap I just saw like the latest Batman Mafex it looks good <laughs> Dude, we we kept our toy lines under twenty dollars or twenty dollars. You yeah. know, You're, these are like eighty dollars action figures. Right? Yeah, they are expensive. <laughs> hey, man, that was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I like that. We really didn't touch upon. Uh, no, I guess we did talk about about all of them: GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Master of the Universe. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we were GI Joe, Star Wars heavy because that's what we're buying. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know what? Uh, find us on Facebook, Facebook or Instagram, and let us know what was your favorite toy line. And and if if there's a toy line back then that you were collecting, are you collecting them now? You know, are you yeah. big? Like I'm doing, like Jonathan said, Doctor Indiana Jones. We are. Where are we? Maybe close to the halfway point. It's going a lot quicker. <laughs> than the actual oh, yeah. movie and stuff but i had a really cool compliment and made me happy uh oh gosh i feel bad because i his 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 ig name escapes me darn it i want to say it too darn it Ugh! okay sorry <laughs> anyway he said something like uh he liked my version he said Mutt isn't as bad as the movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that's by design because I think I told you when I was going to do it, I was, I was really going to trim the fat. It's right. amazing how much the better movie seems to me when you really trim the fat because there's a lot of yeah. dialogue you can just really cut out. That's funny. Yeah. And uh, what do you got going on Mom's Basement Collectibles? Uh, same old, man. Just posting pictures of comic books. I still have a... Uh... I still have like 10 boxes that my mom's house have to bring over and I brought over I, 10 I have boxes? Total, yeah I have a total of probably 30 or more boxes 32 maybe boxes it's insane I can't believe how many I already brought over and just trying to organize them all is, it's it's going crazy but I'm, I'm kind of having fun <laughs> I, I thought um, you were done <laughs> I, I, I tell you what I pulled it and I want to do a YouTube video of this but I pulled the box out of the basement that says small vehicles and i have no memory of what's inside there i have no memory <laughs> what small year it's from vehicles. i have no memory what's in there the only thing i think i know is that it has small vehicles in it there so you go. 
I, I want to do an unboxing of that and just kind of discover with with our uh, listeners and viewers what exactly is in the small vehicle. <laughs> I know it's old. I know it's it's got to probably be at least pre two thousand five. Mm. Yeah, if okay. not earlier. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Nerdemy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdemy, Twitter, Nerdemy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdemy Podcast. Speaking of YouTube, Jonathan, I want to say thank you to Batman nineteen ninety two AP for following us on YouTube. Thank you for Thanks, that. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, just go. If you uh, if you see GI Joe classified toys out there, don't buy them. Don't <laughs> buy them. <laughs> no, leave them for us. I was gonna say, if you see GI Joe classified, <laughs> no. you see Beachhead, you let us yeah. know because we're having yeah. a hard time finding him. Yeah, if you find Cobra Island at the party, you let us know. We'll make arrangements to <laughs> help right. you help you help us get them into our hands. <laughs> right. yeah. um, no, but seriously, if you are collecting and you see, you know, sought after figures, you know, leave one for the, for for the next person. Yeah. Till <laughs> <Okay. laughs> next time. Martha Snyder.